Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this week's Insane Thing Podcast. The single most insane number this week tells us everything we need to know about the reality of the inflation we're living with. A Thanksgiving meal, the cost of it, is a pretty good proxy for food prices overall, right? You got meat, starch, desserts, vegetables. How much has the cost of a Thanksgiving meal, on average, gone up since Joe Biden took office? A staggering 34%. Right there's your food inflation number. The price of that Thanksgiving meal went up 21% since last year and a shocking 13 percent over the year before that what it shows is that that 7.7 percent inflation number that the democrats were celebrating a week ago oh look the rate's going down that's a crock it's loaded with a bunch of fillers that number that 34 percent number that's closer to the true food inflation number that the american people are suffering under no one will acknowledge our suffering that's the worst part of it how bad it is, but you can get a glimpse of it. Do you look at that 7.7% number? And it's packed with a bunch of stuff you don't buy every week, like airline tickets, things that don't make any difference. But when you break out the have-to basket, it's truly shocking. What's the inflation rate in that report? For gasoline, 17.6%. How about groceries? 10.9%. And utilities, the real killer. 20%. What's the have-to basket? That's the stuff that everyone has to buy, whether they want to or not. What's the have-to basket average inflation rate for October? You ready for this? 16.2%. That's Zimbabwe-style inflation. That's Venezuelan-style inflation. And that leads us to insane thing number three. The insane reaction by the mainstream media, including Fox News, And look, it was all a psychological operation to demoralize you. The failure of the Republicans, the disappointment, the heartbreak. Oh, we took the House and retired Nancy Pelosi. Yes, douchebag number one, Kevin McCarthy, and douchebag number two, Mitch McConnell, are in place. But it doesn't matter. Those numbers I just gave you on inflation, that comes from the fact that the Democrats have printed $8 trillion in two years. That's unprecedented per capita in human history. It's never been done before. That's why we have the inflation we have. And even with Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell in place, we just got a break on the economic clown car. The Joe Biden presidency is effectively dead. That's what that 218 number, us reaching it, the majority in the House means. We may not like our leadership, but this was a big win, a huge win. We won the popular vote. By four percentage points. Notice you don't hear anyone saying this. We won the popular vote by just shy of five million votes over the Democrats. That is a big deal. Because let me tell you what, folks. They were saying if they won, we were getting a tax hike. 
And you know what they were going to do? What they were doing. They were going to continue to loot the treasury until people simply began to starve. They don't care. They would have spent another $8 trillion, printed it, not spent it because it's not real money, in the next two years. That won't happen. This vote literally could prevent the economic collapse of the United States of America. In fact, I would go so far as to say did prevent the economic collapse of the United States of America. Republicans can't print like this. Yes, they're going to have to print half the federal budget. We do that every year. But if we just do that, inflationary rate will begin to come down. It's going to take two to three years to get this down. There's going to be a lot of misery ahead. That is a colossal victory. What it means is that it's no longer guaranteed that your children will be poor. The economic clown car driven by the Democrats now has a break. And that's no small thing. Now do you see why they want you to think you did nothing so that in 24 you'll give up? Here's another thing we did. They got the Senate, right? Well, guess what they're not going to get to do? House Democrats and Senate Democrats had introduced a plan to pack the Supreme Court. Folks, this would turn the Supreme Court into a legislature who would vote for whatever Democrats wanted or they'd fear being removed. They could literally break the Constitution with that. And now that ain't happening. Folks, this was a huge win for us. And to define the size and scope of the, the win, you've got to look at the gains. What do I always tell you on my radio show? What they're not talking about is the real story. It's that way every time. And by not talking about, I'm talking about what they're not amplifying. And that's this. The Democrats may have weaponized every federal agency against us. They're beginning to thug out. They have commandeered law enforcement, transcended laws in this country, and are acting in a totalitarian way. That's really scary. But what does it not mean? It's a sign of desperation. They have to because they've lost hearts and minds. And now they're going to try to win with an iron grip. But they got a problem. Those who oppose that, those who um, have seen what they are, are siding against them. Here's the first hint of that this week. November 16 tweet by the Washington Post. Despite Republicans winning a slim majority, Voters across the country shifted toward Republicans in the midterm election, veering further right in areas won by Donald Trump and also tacking rightward in nearly all districts won by President Biden. Does that sound like the loss they're whining about for Republicans on CNN and Fox News? Boo hoo, you lost. So sad. We didn't lose. Not with those numbers. This, don't kid yourself, this scares them to death inside the DNC. This is why Nancy Pelosi just quit. We increased our support among black voters by four percentage points. Folks, if Democrats lose 20% of black voters, if they're only getting 80% of the black vote, they're done nationally. Trump won 20% of the male black vote. They are only hanging on with female black voters. They just lost 4% more across the board. That's not good. We picked up a full, this is massive, 10 percentage points among Hispanics and an impressive 17 points among Asians. Asians are almost as hardcore dedicated to the Democrats as black voters, or they were. Jewish voters, we got the highest voter total in more than a decade. This is a devastating erosion and it's only going to get worse. This is why 
You saw Chuck Schumer this week, the leader of the Democrats in the Senate, out there demanding amnesty and talking about reminding Hispanics, hey, you y'all probably have at least one member of your family here illegally. We can fix that. We 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 can we have to replace uh voters, I mean workers. And yeah, you know why he did that? They saw these numbers. They are hardcore panicking. That's why they want amnesty. And guess what? We got the house, they ain't getting it. So folks, there is so much that's good here. These numbers will only increase going into 2024. As the Democrats thug out even more, they simply can't help themselves. And remember what I told you, they cannot throw it in reverse. Used to be a party took a shellacking like this in a popular vote. They'd change a few things, retool a few things, stop trying to recruit children for surgeries that sterilize them and hormones that sterilize them. But they can't because they made the key critical mistake of radicalizing their base and their base will simply defeat any moderate in the primary. They can't moderate and their base is getting crazier and crazier. They're not in a good position, folks. Not at all. We are if we seize it, but we cannot let them censor us full bore. That's the only card they've got left to play and they intend to double down on it. That's clear. How do I know it'll only get worse for them and the rebellion will grow? Simple. We don't have real gasoline prices right now because Biden's been tapping the SPR. He intends to put further sanctions on Russia. That won't hurt Russia at all. Their exports have only increased on the black market, but it's going to jack prices through the roof. Stop tapping the SPR and Americans are going to go through a heck of a lot of pain as part of their green transition. They are going to get a snootful of what the whole green cult agenda looks like in the next two years and they haven't seen the worst of it it's coming biden has promised to double down they're gonna see what this party is those numbers will only grow and the democrat party is deluding itself that they'll just censor their way out of it that'll work somewhat but the pain that people will feel yeah it's not enough it's gonna grow and we have to have the right candidates to take advantage of that okay insane thing number four And this is one of those things that's just going to keep the snowball rolling down the hill for our side, for the side of freedom, and getting bigger. Headline in the UK Daily Mail, they're the only ones to seriously cover this. Federal Reserve tells employers to stop giving pay raises in order to bring inflation down. Warns wages are rising faster than they have in decades. They are, but they're not keeping up with Bidenflation. That's why everyone feels so poor. So let me correct that headline because Biden appoints the head of the Fed. Biden administration tells employers to stop giving pay raises in order to bring inflation down. Christopher Walker, one of six members of the Board of Federal Reserve, addressed the annual economic forecast luncheon, telling major employers stop the pay raises. What what does that mean? Well, right here in Greenville, uh, employees of Prisma just got a notice that their annual pay raises were just put on hold right after that. What that means is that there's there's two tracks to bring down inflation in a society. In one of them, as Steve Forbes explains, you can make people poor. That decreases demand. On the other flip side, you can decrease prices in a very powerful way by decreasing the main inputs into prices. And what's the big one they could bring down? Energy. Joe Biden could take a major 
dent out of inflation if he'd just go back to the Trump era drilling rules, if he'd get a hold of the biggest number in that have to basket that I was talking about, the 20 percent inflation in utility bills and utility bills. I mean, your food has to be stored in warehouses. It's got to be trucked. All of that is just breaking the back of the American people, but they won't. They're taking the opposite strategy, the make Americans poor strategy. So yes, wages are rising faster, but they're not keeping up with Biden inflation. They are going the path of making people poor. And that is going to show the American people who they are. And the American people, I hate to say this, they need to feel this pain. They need to understand the two parties are no longer the same. They were very similar ones, but they're not. There is a level of pain. And the Biden administration is completely committed to it. Here's Steve Forbes describing this. Unfortunately, the Federal Reserve believes that the only way to control inflation is by crushing demand, i.e. creating more unemployment, making people poor. Let's be blunt about it. When they talk about a soft landing or trying to slow the economy down, that means making people poor. There is a better way The Fed has done it in the past, and that is stabilize the value of the dollar. But instead, they're going to punish the American economy. On to insane thing number six. I told you after the election, the midterms, they'd immediately begin telling us the truth. And they are. The first shocking thing this week was this announcement by Amazon that before Christmas, before Christmas, they're firing 10,000. That gives you some idea of how they think it's going to go. Then we find out, even more shockingly, two things from Target, and these are a big deal. Target announced its net income dropped by a staggering 52% as inflation, they blamed inflation, has brought customer spending to a halt. That's the real economy right there. I mean, when you're paying 34% more, For Thanksgiving, you're buying a lot less stuff overall. When you're paying 34% more for food across the board, and that's the real number, you, you have to buy that first. You're buying a lot less stuff. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. But then, the shocking target number that was a measure of something else. This is insane thing number seven. That number is 21%. It measures, in real mathematical terms, the absolute breakdown of society, of morality, the lawlessness of the Democrats that changed this country forever, starting in the summer of love. That number is 21%. As in, 21% of Target's profits stolen by brazen thieves, shoplifters, but as they say, mainly organized criminal gangs, theft rings. We've never seen this before. Here's how they get to that staggering number. Think about that. 21% of their profits just flat out stolen. And this is because of the lawlessness of blue cities. I mean, in California, uh, you can take $950 in a single steal. So you walk in, Now, the TV's on sale for $800, uh, and you walk out with the TV, 
That is a misdemeanor in California. So anything under 950 bucks, a misdemeanor. And in California, they hardly ever prosecute misdemeanor theft. It's a freaking free-for-all. This is what you get in these blue areas. And then they bond them out and they go right back. 21% of their profits. Con. Wow. Okay. So here's how you get here. So we're going to have 600 million by the end of the year stolen, 400 million now, no end in sight. They've got net earnings of $1.9 billion. So that's how you get to the 21%. That right there is the recipe for societal collapse. That is just two years old. The summer of love was only in 2020. That is the end of retail, at least in blue areas. That right there will fragment the country. It'll break it. You can't live like that in an area with that allow, a level of lawlessness allowed. But folks, again, the Democrats have no way to put this back in the box. If they run moderate candidates, they will lose in the primaries. Those are the kind of things that radicalize people, breaks the society down, gets the moving trucks rolling. And there's this other thing. It's insane thing. Number nine, the election results look funny to you. You still walking around like I am scratching your head over how we could have such a huge, and it was, huge popular vote win and lose the Senate after counting, you know, that goes on for a week after elections, how we could lose those same five swing states again. I mean, if you look at them, you put them up on the map. These are the five swing states that closed down in the middle of the night with Trump, you know, very much ahead and reopened with Biden ahead after kicking out the Republican electors, the ones I obsess over. Those are the states we lost the Senate in. Weird, huh? Because you know this, and I told you this, once the long-term counting starts, we almost always lose, especially if it's a pivotal race. Well, there's a thing about this that is impacting the American psyche. It's one of those things you can't put back, back in a box. You know, Humpty Dumpty falls off the wall. You can't sew your country back together again. It was perfectly captured in this Rasmussen poll. The poll was taken on election day, November 8th, and November 9th, the day after. Okay, so before, everybody saw the ridiculous week-long counting and all the shenanigans with that. And you know what it found? 57% of likely U.S. voters believe it's likely the outcome of some elections this year will be affected by cheating. The outcome. So not just that there'll be some cheating, which polls have always shown people believe, but that the outcome is increasingly out of our control, including 30% who say it's very likely. 40% did not think election outcomes this year would likely be affected by cheating. So only 40% essentially still thinks that we can affect things at the polls. Only 40% still believes America is intact. That will go to work on American psyches over the next two years. And let me tell you what, they're not wrong. Do you look at what happened in Arizona? This is insane thing number nine. You probably saw the stories about, you know, Blake Masters lost, Carrie Lake lost. Okay, but how did that happen? Well, we voted Republicans overwhelmingly on Election Day. Democrats voted overwhelmingly in the mail. Okay, key in key counties on Election Day, you probably saw the stories about the long lines and how the machines broke down, right? How convenient that was. Yeah, only affecting the Republicans. But do you know why the machines broke down? Because those machines are built to handle 19-inch ballots. And they ordered, oopsie, 20-inch 20, 20 ballots. And what did that cause? Oh, well, the 
printing errors. Yep, the little X's, the little bubbles, they got put in all kinds of weird places. So they had to spend a week carrying those ballots. How damn convenient. Now, here's the weird part. They didn't seem to have any trouble ordering 19-inch ballots in 2020 for the general or in 2022 for the primary. But suddenly, it became an oopsie, a problem. Yep, this is the kind of stuff they do. Is that illegal? Is it illegal to make a mistake? Good luck prosecuting it. I mean, about the only way you could do it is get all their communications, assuming they didn't destroy them, and then somehow prove a RICO-style plot to order the wrong ballots to then screw up the election. But this is how they got Lake, and this is how they got Masters. And you know what? Next time should be a different thing. But what people see is the counting going on for a week and Democrats emerging victorious. I mean, watching Laxalt two points ahead lose? Are you freaking kidding me? Again, same swing states uh, where Trump was ahead, but then he wasn't. I mean, by like whole points. This this shatters people's confidence, folks. And I, and I got to tell you, me personally in my gut, am I convinced a Republican could ever win the presidency again? Even if they like actually win the presidency, even if they actually win uh, the popular vote, even if they actually win in these five swing states? I, I'm not. I'm not sure it matters who we run I'm not sure that we can win because I'm not sure we'll ever have a real race again because the GOP leadership is AWOL. So when this stuff goes on and it is not condemned, much less acknowledged in Arizona, okay, why do we lose? Well, I mean, you had GOP pundit after GOP pundit on Fox News. Trump, 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 Trump. It was a Trump endorsement. People don't like Trump. Trump endorses less. Well, uh, okay. And, you know, and that might be true. I, I, I don't know. I have no way to know because they did this with the ballots. They did this with the ballots. And if you listen to the podcast from two days ago, um, you know that the Trump endorsees were literally canceled online. I mean, you, uh, the top seven of them, you could, in the Senate, you can't even find uh, their websites uh, because they're not findable. You have to go deep into page two if they appear at all because uh, Google censored them. So, I mean, did which of those things caused the loss? You'll never know. It's just gray. And so our side, the leadership wants to get rid of Trump, so they're going to tell you it was Trump. And we know he could have been. It could have been that he wasn't popular. But it could have been that it's the same five swing states where these shenanigans were allowed before. Uh, Anybody who brought them up was condemned by the GOP leadership. I mean, that's still going to be in place for 2024. I mean, I don't see how they don't steal it. I I would steal it if I was them. I mean, I wouldn't because I'm a moral person. But if I was them and immoral, yeah, I would steal it. Why wouldn't you steal it? I, I don't. I just I don't know that the country isn't gone at the presidential level. And look, I forecast this. I told you this. They would have a hard time stealing the House, a very hard time, because those congressional districts cross so many counties and county boards of election. I mean, your average district is at least two boards of election running that thing, if not three, uh, because of the geography. Um, and I told you flat out over and over on my show, and I think on the podcast, I think I put it in the podcast, but I said it over and over on my show, I said the Senate races would be much easier to steal through shenanigans that are legal or quasi-legal. And again, you look at the vote, uh, you know, the vote ballot ordering. I mean, that's it's not a crime to accidentally order the wrong ballots unless it was an accidental, but good luck proving that in court. You never will. Um, you know, so when you when you look at that, that's the problem there. Because when you got the Senate, what does that mean? Well, the votes in a Senate race are statewide, right? They're going to be tabulated in a big blue center. And that is always where these shenanigans go on. Or it's a state level elected Democrat secretary of state doing it. Like in Pennsylvania, when they illegally mailed out 250 
thousand ballots to people they randomly selected on the voter rolls, many of whom may have been fake and illegally registered because the same office is a different person. But the same but but the same office also held by a Democrat, the secretary of state, um, illegally registered people starting in 2018, allowed it with no ID. So, I mean, you had that going on in Pennsylvania. Folks, we'll never know who really won Pennsylvania because of the absentee ballot shenanigans. So, I mean, I, I to me, these are no man's land. These five states, these are really post-American territories in which, unfortunately, um, we still have to hold national elections. But I think these five swing states are gone. Uh, Arizona, gone. Uh, I, th- I I think Pennsylvania is gone. I think Nevada uh, is gone. Um, and, and, and so I think this is going to be it's going to be a problem going forward. I don't know how we fix it or if we ever will. Finally, about the astonishing election of Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell spent more than $12 million defeating Republican, conservative Republicans in the primaries. He did it in New Hampshire. He did it in Alaska. And that was money that could have been spent against the Democrats in a year when we were desperate to spend money against the Democrats because we were so outspent. And here's the thing about Mitch McConnell and him winning that leader ship election to be minority leader in in the Senate. He has never once condemned the censorship of people on our side, nor the cancellation of our candidates. He has allowed it and he will allow it going into 2024. But here's the other head scratcher. Do you know who the single most unpopular member of Congress is out of all of them? Mitch McConnell. His approval rating? 7%. That's significantly higher among Republicans. 7% the general population number. Yeah, a whopping 18%. People hate this guy. And so it's like we went around going, who is the person everybody hates the most? Okay, let's make him our leader. Um, and, and just to watch that is a jaw-dropping process. And it shows you that what the voters think and what the voters want is dead last with the GOP leadership. And still, out of desperation, because the Democrats are so corrupt, we continue to increase our margins as I laid out. So look, the right leader coming along to win hearts and minds changes all of this. Pray that happens. We just need somebody to articulate that well enough and be heard. Not, you know, and it's not gonna be Trump. I mean, I hate to tell you this, but it's not gonna be Trump. He is too canceled. He cannot deliver the message um, unless we win a court battle somewhere and he gets restored on social media with no censorship before 24. And that could happen because of the, a court case going on by uh, the Missouri and Louisiana AGs. That that literally could actually happen, but it won't be Trump unless he's restored. And that's the landscape as it is. It's not all bad. If I had to choose between controlling the totalitarian apparatus or the hearts and minds of the people, I'd go hearts and minds all day long. We got that. It's growing and it'll only get bigger in the next two years. Have a great rest of the week and a wonderful Thanksgiving. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 